0: Welcome back to another episode of the Empowered Plates Empowered Lives podcast. I am your host, giovanni and I am so excited for this episode, y'all. So we are already back with Coach Wells, mindset coach, Coach Wells with Multi Venture Minds, and she's here to tell us about a new journey she just embarked on. And I, I can't be more proudful, but also humble that she would like to come and share this journey right here on our podcast, the space that, you know, we all created where we are transforming lives and empowering people to take um, healing into their own hands through the transformative power of food. But before we get into this episode, (laughs) before we get into this episode, y'all already know what time it is. Vibe with me, y'all. Welcome to the Empowered Plates, Empowered Lives Podcast.
1: Oh. 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 It.
0: Okay. Y'all, it's Coach Wells. She's back in the building. Make some noise. Yo, Coach Wells, I'm so excited. Whoa. I'm so excited. Like, I'm so excited. Like, before we let's go ahead. Let's just tap the glass. Let's get our hydration flowing. Come on. Let's go! Absolutely. Here we go! Cheers to another episode, yes. y'all! It has been an absolute pleasure to bring back Coach Wells from Multi Venture Minds, um, mindset coach, Reiki come on yes. practitioner. Got it right this time. Yes. You see me? You see me? Got it right yes. this time. Health and wellness coach, but her specialty is in mindset, and we know. <laughs> Oh, we know, and Spencer knows, it is all (laughs) starts in the mind.
1: Absolutely. He was like, yeah, that. (laughs) But um, I am just so excited to be here, and you are one of the first persons that I texted, that I reached out to and said, hey. This is what I'm doing, right? And, Ooh,
0: <laughs> and I was so excited.
1: <laughs> I was like, look. <laughs> week one is down.
0: Week one right. in the back.
1: Yeah. And this is week two. And um, yeah, that was my excitement, you know, reaching out um, because you need it, you know, on this journey because there's a lot of temptation. However, I had the best week ever the first week
0: all right okay. so if you don't know what she's talking about because we didn't even tell you no, we what didn't. journey it was so yeah. since we didn't tell you about the journey here we go here's your first question coach wells as yes. a mindset coach that has now finished week one of going plant-based one more time What surprising Mm -hmm. or discoveries or realizations have you encountered in just your first week? And how do you envision these insights Mm -hmm. as it goes into your coaching methodologies? Mm -hmm. Talk to me. Mm -hmm.
1: So I would say this time around, it was the easiest. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, at first, like, okay, I'm gonna do this thing. But it's, you know... My first thought was, you know, it's going to be rough. I'm going to have to do some research. I'm going to have to do this. And it was not the case this time. It was, it just, it was like very, I would say, like organic process, right? So I went, and got a couple of vegetables. Ooh, organic
0: and, and process in the same yeah. plant based sentence? Organic and process? Make it make sense. Break that down, Coach Wells. Organic and process.
1: Yeah. So just, it was easy. I didn't have to do a lot of research, right, um, uh-huh. this time around. Because, like, I know. Like, I know what to eat. We all know what to eat. When I was eating, like, you know, the unhealthy foods, it would be hard for me to eat my vegetables because they were plain and bland, right? So, if you just have steamed vegetables, i like, meh. Nah, I don't want any. But now, oh, my goodness.
0: Oh wee
1: it's like no, yo. To me. Talk <laughs> yo. To me. So it was really good. So I will start off this way. Um, and saying first I had a health scare, right? So Uh-oh. you know how it is, people hard headed, right? Mm-hmm. Hard headed. So I went to my doctor, and he told me that I had, um, no, 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 was it elevated cholesterol? Okay, and this is the second time I said it, right? This year. And I told him, "Hey, I don't want to take any medication. Let's see if I can, you know, turn it around myself." So he's like, "Okay, you know, go ahead and give it a try." So did he I give you say, any like
0: special like direction on how to do it your way? How oh, to, try to do it naturally? He didn't tell no. you anything. He just said, "Okay."
1: No, no, no. He said, "Okay." Okay. You know what they do. So, however, so we'll I was just trying to give him the
0: benefit of the doubt because this is the yeah. second time, and you're trying you're being um,
1: intentional
0: about addressing what he's telling you is an issue that's happening in your body. And as the professional that diagnosed Mm -hmm. you with this and telling you that there's a problem, Mm -hmm. I would have hoped that he guided your ways of going to heal Mm -hmm. yourself naturally without taking the medicine that he wanted you to take just quite yet. Like in any, any type of insight I was hoping he would, but. (laughs) I was given a benefit of that. Go ahead, coach.
1: Well, so he didn't tell you anything. No, they just, you know, he said, you know, you know, diet is, you know, the main reason why someone would have, you know, um, elevated cholesterol. Right. So um, and heredity on my part, possibly. um, But I know what I was doing. Right. I was I would say I had a somewhat healthy um, diet, but, you know, the, the numbers don't lie at the end of the day.
0: so. <laughs> and let's just take it back just a little bit. If you haven't seen that episode with Coach Wells, definitely go back and um, run that episode at bat. But she talked about her father um, had, being mm-hmm. diagnosed. Was it diabetes, Coach Wells?
1: Diabetes, girl, everything. Yes, but mainly diabetes. Yes.
0: Okay. And so, so I just was, wanted you to know no. when she talks about hereditary things that kind of plague her family, I just wanted you to mm-hmm. know that that was something that was very mm-hmm. – um, heartwarming for her to start taking her health serious, seeing her father struggle with um, his own health disparities. So I just wanted to make sure in case you didn't know, give you just a little insight on Coach Wills. Go ahead, Coach Wills.
1: Yes. So um, with that, you know, I thought about it and, you know, getting older, um, just being inactive. I was like, you know what, let me do this right. So let me go ahead and go back to my regular diet of, you know, an abundance amount of vegetables, right? Because I know what it does, right? I, like, I know. So stop being hard-headed. And then, yeah, I did it the first week. And it was like, huh, hmm, it's easier this time, right? And it was like every meal I made for myself was like amazing, right? Okay, you so know how don't, regular- do this.
0: don't do that. Don't be vague with it. This is called Empowered Plates, Empowered Lives. Before our lives are going to be empowered, we need to know what's on those plates. So talk to us a little about this meal.
1: Let me me tell you what I discovered, okay? Come
0: on. That blew
1: my mind. Lion's Mane. Lion's Mane. So your girl found out about Lion's Mane. Where I'm like, hmm, let me me check that out, okay? Because it's like all I'm looking for is texture. Okay, let's go. So texture flavor because you can
0: get the same flavor because you're using the same exactly. seasonings that you would exactly. put on flesh that you could put on vegetables. So come on, talk that talk.
1: Well, I found lion's mane after I went to maybe four or five different stores. I finally found it, and I just bought like a couple of packs. Like, look, <laughs> whatever <laughs> it is, home. let me
0: get it and let me try it.
1: <laughs> yes, it was absolutely amazing. Like the texture was crazy, right? Like steak to me okay let me tell you what I did because I'm so proud of myself right on, so to on. mimic to mimic a steak I act. I soaked it in beet juice and liquid mm-hmm. aminos and a little bit of diced garlic okay I soaked it
0: how'd you get the beet Girl. juice did you juice a beet or did you buy nope. it from a the beet store
1: juice. Beet juice? but I purchased uh what yeah so we had that on hand already, just some okay. organic beet juice. So okay. yeah, so soaked it in the beet juice, girl. it Yes, it looks weird at first, uh-huh. but let me tell you, I'm just like, oh wow, so amazing. So cocoa aminos,
0: because I, I know you said liquid aminos. I use cocoa aminos. So cocoa aminos, okay. beet juice, and what was the other thing?
1: And gar- um, minced garlic. Minced garlic.
0: This- okay. Yeah. Okay. So and that's all. That Let
1: that soak for about 10 minutes. And then I pressed out a little bit of juice and just put it in. I think we used um, grape soil. Girl. Squeezed all of the liquid out. Um, It took, I mean, it was labor intensive, but it was so worth it. So, so, when you it squeezed works. it,
0: did you just use that presser thing that still presses yes, that I did. Use? Mm-hmm. you pressed it out in the um in the pan itself while you were cooking it, it, or you did it before you, you cooked it? No, you did it well, and um, just kept pressing while it. I was cooking.
1: In the pan. And I kept pressing, kept pressing, kept turning it over, kept flipping it and um pressing, pressing. Out. And then it oh my god, it was amazing! And I had that with cauliflower rice that I had made myself. and okay. I had a kale, a huge, not kale. I had a collard uh, leaf, a huge collard leaf that I had um, massaged with lemon juice. Girl. Did you cook the
0: collards, or did you keep it raw?
1: No, it was raw. It was raw. Oh. So just the lemon oh, juice well. um, kind of, um, you know, I would say not cooked it, but it, um, it, you know, it made it tender. It made the leaf tender and easier to eat. Okay. So that was like I had that maybe three times last week, right? Because it was it was a winner. It was <laughs> it was a winner. It was it was amazing. So that was my first week. And let me tell you this, I have to say it. I told my husband I was so excited about what I had, and I told my husband, "Hey, I got something for. you. I want to make you something." And he's like, "What is it?" I told him. <laughs> I said, I don't know. I just created it, just, just eat it. But he was just like, it's it's good. Like it is, it's really, really good. And he's a big meat eater. Okay. So we had, I, I called it like a burrito, but he had one. And then my daughter had one. I mean, it, it was good. It was just- So do you
0: then put it inside of a burrito. So one time you yes. had it just as a regular steak with the kick, ke- the yes. massaged kale.
1: Yeah. Yes,
0: and um, not well, not kale it, massage yeah. collars. You talked about the kale mm-hmm. on the other episode. So massage collard. and it was one other mm-hmm. thing you had on the plate. Oh, the cauliflower rice. How do you prepare your cauliflower, cauliflower rice? Because we um, we talked about cauliflower rice on um, my live. So every Thursday on YouTube, I go live with the wellness series, um, Herbal Tea Thursdays with Shereen with um, Blackprint.com. Okay. And so she was talking about we she did we did a cleanse last week a three day cleanse mine was high fiber um, so a high fiber cleanse and hers was on like a a high water um, Mm -hmm. fruits and vegetable um, type of cleanse and she made cauliflower rice and she said she made hers like it it got that nice hard rice texture and it's because she just kept cooking it and cooking it over. And I can never get that texture. Like I get the frozen kind from Sam's, but okay, I can never okay. get that rice texture as um, like the restaurants can do to make it look or be anywhere close to giving me the rice texture that I'm looking for. So it's just kind of like, I just be like, ah, I'm all right with it. Unless I get it from a restaurant. Yeah. I don't even try to cook it anymore, but how did you prepare your cauliflower rice to be just as good? Cause you said you came out with nothing but bangers your first week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, I'm surprised myself. I'm I'm surprised. So I thought I would have more fails, but I did not. So the cauliflower rice, um, I actually just asked um Alexa. I was like, hey Alexa, how do you make um <laughs> cauliflower rice? So the recipe. of so Alexa, Alexa came through. Is that, is that what me. you're telling me? Yes. Alexa came, came through. Yeah. And if I needed it repeated, she would repeat it back to me. So I did um, I took, the, um <laughs> I took the um the uh fresh cauliflower. Okay. And okay, then I so just broke fresh, off. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh girl, no. So <laughs> I had time I on my hands. I was gonna do this right. So okay. took the florets apart, um, washed them, and then all I did was to post them in the food processor um, into tiny pieces, okay? okay? That was it. Then I put them in a skillet. I put a little bit of um, olive oil. And then in my mind, e- even though um, Alexa didn't say so, I put a little bit of water, right? Because
0: <laughs> Oh, interesting. Okay, okay. You she thought Alexa was slipping? Or you just felt like the ancestors were
1: telling you that felt like it needed a little water. Okay. Okay. It just needed water. So I did that and I cannot, um, cumin. It told me to add Mm -hmm. a little bit of cumin and salt and and that was it. That was it. So I just. Stop um, right
0: there. Coach Wells. Stop right there. Cumin is a game changer. And I had no idea it was until. Let me take that back because we're not doing game changers no more. We're doing life, life changing. So, cumin was life changing. Why? Mm -hmm. I have no idea. But um, Chef Maul talked about it when I was at the podcast summit. I interviewed him. So, I think he's episode four of this podcast. Okay. Um, But he talked about adding cumin to his seasoning repertoire when he's seasoning up things and Mm -hmm. that's when I really realized that we're not going after the flesh we're really going after taste and texture that are familiar to us when we're transitioning our lifestyles and when we're trying Mm -hmm. to eat good and make sure that what we're eating is good for us and to us and that cumin like Coach was I'll put that cumin on anything. I promise you that cumin is just as important as that garlic powder and that onion powder and a black it is. cap. It and, is. I'm just, it and I'm just and I'm just straight, no chaser. Like that, that's just what it is. And I just get that thing going just as much. Like it's going to get the love. And I don't even care. Like it just gives a different, even aroma in the kitchen. Where it I it's delicious. Delicious. When I boil noodles, uh, like even cooking noodles, I'm putting cumin in the water with the garlic, with the powder. No more days of just salt. In your water to liven Like I didn't even think
1: about that, but yeah, I will definitely try that. I have to because those gluten
0: free noodles, like they, you can know that the gluten is missing in gluten free noodles. So you (laughs) have to crumb with whatever flavors (laughs) you can. And now I'm just feeling like my food is so herbally. Like I feel like it tastes even better than when I was eating food that was dairy or you know, with meat, because most of the time all we're thinking about is like salt, pepper, you know, other things. But when you go plant-based, you really try to elevate your experience. And I feel like sometimes it's better than what we're used to because we're so intentional on taking a different approach or making sure it is like good for the soul, like
1: literally. And, And like what you just said, it's, it sparks that creativity inside of me. Like oh, this is fun. And yeah, it is better than the food I was eating before, right? Like compared to what I have now, that was bland (laughs) when I think about it. It was like, it's like, huh? And I liked it, like, huh? But it's like (laughs) now, it's like, (laughs) it's like, wow. Like I really elevated my food. So I now it's like tons of layers, tons of layers to my food now. Agreed. Like before, if, if I had just meal, it would be like maybe a couple of nuts and some fruit. Now, oh my goodness, girl, your girl is excited about oatmeal. So it got the hemp seeds. It had <laughs> maybe three or four different types of nuts along with my fruit. So, girl, like I'm saying, just many, many layers to my meals. And it's just like, oh, my gosh, it feels like I'm treating myself every day.
0: And that's what I think it should be, because I feel Mm -hmm. like if we're truly being intentional about being intentional and taking care of ourselves, it goes with every decision that we make, whether it's a relationship with food, whether it's a relationship with a person, whether it's an environment that we choose to be in, whether it's a decision on how we plan to heal what we feel it needs adjusting, um, in our life. And I, I think what you just said is powerful because I feel like people think they take lightly to the decisions they make about what they consume. Um, because most of the time they're not making the conscious decision mindfully on what they're eating. They're just going off of what they crave, um, what they're, what's convenient. And, um, it, it's just something about good food. Like, and, and it's not and, even to the point where we're sitting here and bashing or talking about all the food that the US is allowing us to eat that's banned in other countries. We're literally just talking about eating good food. And it's like, right. why, why, why is that even a thing to have to talk about? It's because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. good food that's good for you. Like when you're a right. place as a people, as a culture with so many health disparities. You have to find a way out of it, Like you have to find you can't just keep staying stuck in the same systematic approach that's coming after you and coming after your loved ones like you have to take a pivot. You need to take a change uh, when you're ready. Um, don't take it until you're ready, because when you're ready, it's going to be something that you're truly going to be serious about embracing. Look at you here today. Like you've done mm-hmm. this before. But Even if you go back right. and listen to Coach Wells um, podcast episode when she did it before. It wasn't all of these black content creators on social media showing you all the different ways that they've elevated and transformed plant-based food and how it's so good for you and good to eat. Um, And then it was also the restaurants and what was around. You heard her say she had to go to four different stores just to find Lion's Mane. I found it one time. I found it one time and before we were able to actually even use it all. It, it was already bad, so we didn't even get the whole full experience of being able to use the lion's mane. The little bit that we did find that was scarce in the store. Now, oyster mushrooms again, sometimes a scarce commodity, you're not going to find that in every single store. But those oyster mushrooms that is our what? chicken, that is our fried yeah. chicken, chicken yeah. sandwich, chicken, whatever we want to be. That fried oyster mushroom gives us the texture that we're looking for of something that was similar to us, and all we have to do is season it the way we want it to be seasoned to give us that taste because the texture is going to be there. And so when we're talking about embracing this lifestyle, it just takes a decision, an intentional decision And you have to be all in for it. And you can't be looking at at food to replace something. You just have to Mm. embrace. Don't replace, but embrace a food experience every time you put something together, just like you would have if it was something that you already was used to in the first place. So don't think replace, think embrace. Embrace the lifestyle. Embrace the plant-based food. Embrace the non-guilty eating. Like, just embrace it. Like, I, I... I'm just excited for you because I just feel like now that you're on the journey again and you're even mm-hmm. having family members like your husband try and it is really good. The goal is just to eat good food. It's not to transform right. everyone around you to be a believer that plant based food is mm-hmm. for them. No, it's for you mm-hmm. to let people know it's, that this food is good for you. It has high nutritional value and it's not going to continue to be in dis-ease or discomfort in what it is that you might be going through in your life. from mindset come on coach wells to even physical Mm -hmm. body you know and but it takes like you said knowing your numbers and it takes hearing a diagnosis that's been placed on over you Mm -hmm. in a room or setting that says hey do i want to accept this or do i want to find a way to make sure this gets out of me because i'm not going to be in denial about what my body is telling based on the labs i want to be i want to be intentional and i want to be forthright on how i navigate hearing this news but not accepting mm-hmm. and internalizing this news into how i'm gonna now do what i can to help myself and i think that's what matters most is how are you helping yourself that that that's key for me so when you talk about meal prep and planning so you was ready to try that that lion's mane and man they they have some really good recipes out there Ooh, with that lions um, what else do you feel like is helping you be successful with meal prepping and planning for you to be able to not week one out with flying colors? Like what what are the strategies? If there's someone really. who's interested in going plant-based, what would be some of those strategies you would use or um encourage people to take in order to go plant based?
1: Yeah, um, what I would say is uh it does sound cliche, however, it is about your mindset at the end of the day making a choice and knowing that you have everything that you need at your disposal, okay? Because I believe that, right? So, you know, when you, you know, are making a, um, a health choice in the beginning, um, you think, okay, I have to go out and buy this, this, that, and the third, and I need this and I want this. Um, but I sat there and say, okay, what do I have already that I can prepare these meals? Like without me going out and buying anything, what can I do? And let me create a recipe if I don't have those ingredients that, you know, say a content creator had. So I just kind of, okay, so he had this, but I'm going to choose to do this because I already have that. I'm not going out to buy it. So that strategy has served me very well in just looking at what I already have before I go out wanting to buy everything, you know, that they say, hey, try this, try that. No, it's like, no, I'm going to make, you know, if if I need texture, I want to, I don't want to buy any processed meat that's vegan. I don't, I I can make it myself. So what will give me that texture? What? So that was my strategy and um, meal prep, like just prepping it ahead of time. Like that is like the biggest game changer. And A lot of those foods last a long time, so um, I think this Saturday I made um, nacho. I guess you call it nacho cheese. Um, I have a big mason jar now. Do I really need the big mason jar of nacho cheese? Probably not. However, (laughs) I've been putting it on everything. Everything.
0: You making it though? You surviving? (laughs) You doing what you got to do because it's on on hand.
1: It's on hand. Yeah. yeah. So a, a big old mason jar of cheese. So I put every burgers, like whatever I have, I just put the cheese on it because it tastes like cheese. So easy. How, did you make it? Yes,
0: ma'am. So, so uh, I don't do, just skim over this okay, mason so jar of this bomb I behind gotcha the recipe. cheese that goes on everything. Talk to us about what you and Alexa holding back. Tell us about this. Okay. So
1: I got this one. TikTok, okay. TikTok. Okay. Um, this is young lady on there. She, I mean, it looked pretty easy. So it was um potato, um, carrots. Um, and I think she used it was very simple salt and salt and something else, right?
0: Was it turmeric? Turmeric.
1: Turmeric. Okay, that's what she used. I know sometimes
0: they use that for the um for like the color.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she used turmeric. So I boiled the uh, the vegetables, and then I put that into um, my food processor, and then added the turmeric and all that. But it was bland. It was like, ooh, like.
0: Girl, I saw a video <laughs> on cheese and me and my mama saw, it. and we t- we was like, oh, this is so nasty. We yeah. just kept trying to yeah. put everything in it to bring it to life. We were still like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That- <laughs> It don't exactly. look like how they make it sound on <laughs> social media.
1: Because it was, girl, I'm telling you, it was bland. And I was just like, "Nah, that's not it. So what I did was I added, girl, minced garlic will set anything off. So I had that's what I'm hearing, I had you had it
0: in your steak.
1: Had, girl, so I had <laughs> minced, um, minced, I, I put a couple of things in. So it was um, minced garlic and um What else? Um, Oh, shoot. It's at the tip of my tongue. Go ahead.
0: It is. I'm
1: about to write it down. You know what? It tastes cheesy, right? Um,
0: Oh, the nutritional yeast yeast. that people
1: use? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I put nutritional yeast in there. Um, More salt. And I think that was it. But that really kicked. Oh, lemon juice. Cause it okay. gave it that you know that sour taste that was a winner right there
0: so carrot potatoes turmeric minced garlic
1: nutritional meat. yeast and lemon and think
0: juice
1: yeah lemon juice okay and a and Mason job
0: field, a nacho, that's uh Coach Wells nacho cheese recipe that goes on anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: I like I it. Made, I think um, I think that's good. I love it because I, made, I feel like um, people underestimate the power of meal prep and planning. And when you don't plan, you, that's you your plan, plan to fail. Yeah. There you go, to fail. And I yeah. hate to say that. But that's in mostly anything. When you try to wing it, it's not going to work like that, especially when there's so many um, limited choices you can get when you are... out on the go. So conveniently just trying to purchase things, but you have to know you have to have your staple restaurants on things that, you know, you can go and get right. when you are in a bind or you're traveling or you just you're hungry and you want to get something to eat and you want to just starve or just say, hey, I'm just getting water um, other than just a salad. So there are options right. out there where you can create a plant based meal wherever you go. Most mm-hmm. of the time, if they have options mm-hmm. for you to do that. But when you're really wanting to be successful, you really want to plan Out your meals. And you also want to be intentional on how you're getting in what nutrients Um, plant based is not just not eating meat and not eating dairy. It's being intentional Mm -hmm. on what fruits, what vegetables you are consuming, knowing what that is going to do for your body, how it's going to heal your body, how it's going to help manage your symptoms, how it's going to decrease whatever diagnosis you might have been, Mm -hmm. um, you know, diagnosed with. So I feel like sometimes most people look at plant based and they think about all the things they can't have and they're not embracing all of the nutritional value that they are now in taking um, by being on this journey. And even and let's just be honest, Coach Wells, you 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 haven't failed at being plant based this week. But let's say you had a moment where you ate something that wasn't all plant-based. Do you feel like you would then just say, oh, well, I messed up on this plant-based journey. I'm no longer sticking to it. I'm just going to go back to how I was living.
1: Absolutely not. So, because that's
0: not the goal. The goal yeah. is to be perfect. The goal is just to right. be more intentional about consuming more fruits and vegetables so you're helping your body heal and you're still enjoying your food experiences. That, that That's all it was. I just wanted to throw it, throw, a, throw it up yeah. to you so you can slam dunk it down because yeah. at the end of the day, that's what I want people to realize. I don't want anyone to feel like they have to be perfect. I don't want you to feel like you have to be in a plant-based box. I just want mm-hmm. you to be intentional about being intentional and be empowered mm-hmm. about taking mm-hmm. your life in your own hands, as well as your health and your well-being, and choosing mm-hmm. what works mm-hmm. best for you. It doesn't have to be plant-based like we are. Again, like I told right. you before, it's my healing, my journey. Your healing, your journey. Coach mm-hmm. Wells mm-hmm. healing her journey. She's been plant-based, mm-hmm. went tra- made transitions, went back to eating other things that she felt like she enjoyed and wanted to eat, and now she's embracing this plant-based journey, she got a diagnosis. She said, you know what? I know how to do better. I know how I can Mm -hmm. lower these elevated numbers. And so I'm doing that by food. I'm doing it by movement. I'm doing it by mindset. And so what I want to ask you is when someone is considering a plant-based journey, what type of mindset shifts or challenges do, should they be mindful of or considerate of um, to be able to cope with Mm -hmm. this journey and what it takes?
1: Yeah, that's right. You know, what you mentioned about not being perfect, um, because it's not like, you know, I say a club or some, you know, like there's going to be a police or somebody to monitor you um, on this journey. Make mistakes. Be okay with those mistakes. Take notes and monitor how you felt after you had it, right? Because everybody everyone's journey is different, right? So just see if you're, you know, hey, are you able to tolerate dairy? You know, take those notes. Um, but be okay with, you know, making a couple of mistakes. That's okay. And ultimately eat what is good for you, you know, in your, um, as far as mindset is concerned, um, Sometimes, like I haven't had it just yet, but it can be a struggle, right? Because you'll say, oh, I want this or, oh, I want that, you know, something that you've had in the past that may be comforting to you. Um, But I would say, know that that will come up. It will, because that's just how life is. Have a plan, right? Like my big go-to is meditation. Um, and that's just to check in with my body to see what I really need. Cause most of the time it's not the sugar, it's not the salt, it's, you know, something going on mentally and we choose to eat, you know, that thing just, you know, to comfort ourselves. So have something on hand, you know, something that, um, like a contemplation, you know, contemplation during that time. I know it sounds weird, but really it doesn't last very long, right? So you say, ooh, I want this. Really, if you are intentional about about it, think about it, it will go away. Just give it time. But really think about it, like why? Like, why do I want it?
0: That's okay. I love that, I love that. Asking yourself why, why do I really want it? So you can then get to the root cause of what it is mentally, or an emotionally that you're really being faced with that's underneath this um this comfort food craving that you're currently going through. And I think that's powerful right there. And I hope no one misses that. And what what triggered at first when you said it was one, I thought about my brother um the other day when he was talking about um trying something at on tamale day and I think he said it had a lot of milk in it and he really wasn't mm-hmm. really excited about it because milk really makes his stomach hurt. And I like mm-hmm. that because he's moving more plant based when it comes to his his milk, um, when it comes to dairy. So he's more like oat milk type of person. He'll continue to mm-hmm. get that. That's not stopping him from the cheese and everything else and the meat and all of that. But the fact that he's tired of his stomach hurting and he knows that experience because of the milk, he's not consuming as much of the things that he would have, knowing how it makes him feel. Another one of my friends craving for ice cream. Oh, I really want some ice cream. I really want some ice cream. But as she continues to um, make this lifestyle change and be consistent on it, she knows that the ice cream is not going to necessarily make her body feel the best. And it's probably Mm -hmm. not going to allow her menstrual cycles to be as good as it is now that she's shifted from being off the Mm -hmm. dairy as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it made me think Mm -hmm. of my coaching client who just finished week one. So you just finished week one being plant-based. She Mm -hmm. just finished week one with me in my eight week program. And she has a thing for Reese's and she can't (laughs) get to those Reese's. Like we set a high goal for physical activity before she can get to those Reese's. And she Mm -hmm. had two rough days. So she had two moments where she told me yesterday that she had to positively self-talk her out of those Reese's. And the first time she did the deep breathing techniques that I taught her. And she really just got still and, you know, just realized what all it was. and was like, I don't necessarily really need those Reese's. And she started thinking about something else. And then the second time, it was at night. She was like, I'm just going to go to bed. Just like you said, it doesn't last long. So if you just go get in the Mm -hmm. bed the bed, and you're not taking the Reese's with you in the bed, you're not going to eat it. You're going to go to sleep and you're going to move on and you're going to embrace something else. But I love the fact Mm -hmm. that you talked about meditation and that meditation Mm -hmm. helping you make the shift to now focus on your mental health and not your physical health, thinking how much you really want something that you know you don't necessarily need. You're just Mm -hmm. trying to deny the opportunity to address a certain trigger that you really need, which is underneath that hunger craving. And I think mindful eating is a big thing, but when you think about mindfulness and you think about your Reiki practice, how do you feel like that helps you, um, along on this journey of being plant-based?
1: It's, it's, it's a huge part of it, right? It's, it's huge. Um, like I have been, you know, working on my mindset for, you know, a long time. Um, however, if you're still alive, we have something to work on, right? So when we things, have these things that come up in ourselves, um, then we need to give it attention, right? Like either you give it attention and understand what it is, or there's going to be something that happens to you that is going to force you Mm. to look at it. So for me, I would rather look at it on my own and say, what is this thing? Rather (laughs) than to be forced through illness and something that not be reversible or, you know, I like, no, I don't want to, like, I'll listen. (laughs) Let me listen to my body. Let me be aware of what it's feeling right now and actually what it needs. So mindset is of like, like you have to practice it. It just, you don't wake up and then, you know, Oh, I'm vegan. No, it's, it's a daily, it's a daily thing. in what you choose to do.
0: It's a daily decision
1: that you Yeah. It's a daily decision. For and you. I do have the, um Not just
0: yourself today, but your, your future self as well. Like I always say that, because like you said, you don't want to be forced. So you don't want to continue to have behaviors today. That is going mm-hmm. to force you to be in a position where you feel backed up and backed in a wall. To where now it's it's a it's a huge ordeal that that it's it's a slim chance that you may not be able to pivot right. because you right. you back yourself into a wall. You've it's done things clear. that you right. haven't agreed. Yeah. So what? Are you, yeah. Bringing in that reiki practice though, how mm-hmm. does that help your your decision making? You talked about mindset. You talked about working on that. How does the reiki? practice, help shape how you're able to make these decisions and embrace them the way that you're able to embrace them?
1: And, um, that's a good question, but Reiki would be the way I see it is I'm usually helping someone else, right? Um, I don't perform Reiki on myself. It's just being mindful about what I do. Um, but however, like I did make a joke one day about seeing a Reiki practitioner for myself. But I said, if the Reiki practitioner is not vegan or vegetarian, I'm not gonna, you know, let her touch.
0: You me. said that in our episode. You said in the previous episode, that's <laughs> yeah. why I was asking Because you, yeah. you were like, if my Reiki practitioner just had McDonald's before she came into my my session, I don't want that. So that's that's why I'm asking you, how does that, yeah. that come in alignment? Like,
1: because that, before a week ago. You you
0: weren't plant based, so now you're thinking about how you're showing up for you, just like I was So
1: that's what I'm asking. Like, tell me, how does it shift
0: that journey now?
1: And I I had forgot that I had said that, but that is so (laughs) true, and 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 I am so serious about it too. When you you were, because I was like, I had
0: no idea.
1: So um, just even like someone who is in the ministry, you know, I do believe that they do have to practice mindset and be mindful and be able to, you know, eat in a healthy way before you're ministering to someone. So for me, Reiki, I'm ministering to someone. So for me to be able to to be on a plant-based diet and, you know, those plants are feeding all of my cells and energizing my body and... Um, helping me to think clearly that is, you know, bonus to my clients. You know, if that makes sense.
0: It makes so perfect it, sense.
1: It, mm-hmm. Have yep. you seen
0: any of the health benefits or the energy shifting within yourself over the past week?
1: Yeah, the energy shifted immediately. So I would say the first day I really... Whoa, like, saw tell it. us
0: about it. Yeah.
1: So, like after me. after my meal, I know that, um, and usually now I, I eat twice a day because I'm so full from my meals because there's a lot of fiber, right? So <laughs> it's like I can go longer without having those snacks. Which before, girl, I would eat snacks all day long. So <laughs> now <laughs> it's like I'm not even hungry. <laughs> well, you know how it is because you've been doing it. Um, Little longer um than me, but that's the way I feel. Like wow, like I'm not even eating as much as I, you know, because I'm full. Like ooh, I'm like ooh, child
0: <laughs> That was good. I think for me it helps because I juice, so I feel like getting 24 ounces of juice um to start my day off, then going into a lunch, then might be getting like another meal when I get home. I'm good, but when it yeah. when I did go with the whole like high fiber when I did the high fiber cleanse three uh, last week for three days, I could definitely Mm -hmm. feel the shift. My issue is the area that I need to work on is hydration. And I see you're turning up Mm -hmm. right now. That is the biggest Mm -hmm. thing for me because I can drink a juice like it's nothing. But when it comes to like coconut water, I don't, I don't have my harmless harvest coconut water. It's expensive. So having that Mm -hmm. on on deck all day, every day, Mm -hmm. that's taxing. Mm -hmm. I I, I just, Yeah. Not there yet, you know, and some people talk right. about like how expensive the lifestyle can be. And you have to, like you said before, find what you do have. Yes, I do have find filtered the- water, right. <laughs> but I'm not a huge yeah. water person, so I'm not craving yeah. and really consuming all of this filtered water. Mm-hmm. I I right. want to stay away from plastic water bottles because with mm-hmm. polycystic ovary syndrome, you know, PCOS, they say a lot of those plastic toxins and environmental factors getting into you that triggers more of those issues, more of those cysts. Um, so I'm like, OK, well, I need to really make that shift to get away from the plastic. But what does all our water come in in America? Plastic water yeah. bottles. So now I'm yeah. like, OK, yeah. now I need to find a canned water source even if it's not the canned coconut water that i i, I like and i love that i looked and won't get here till january i can't not have water yeah. till january but right, i need right. to find a good canned water source so i can start consuming mm-hmm. more water because hydration is key on any type of
1: it lifestyle
0: is. you're on and i don't mm-hmm. want us to you know keep using the d word for diet but mm-hmm. just consuming whatever water is important That's why you get a lot of water out of your fruits and your veggies when you're in this plant based lifestyle. But consuming Mm -hmm. as much of it as possible is key. I'm not sitting around here with fruit all day. I'm not eating a whole bunch of fruit all day, every day. Maybe if I'm on a watermelon cleanse and I'm getting it in Mm -hmm. or, you know, cucumbers, but I'm not eating it every single day, especially if I just drank 24 ounces of some cucumber and grape juice or, you know, some cucumber pineapple juice. I've already had it. I'll come back one more Mm -hmm. time for the cucumbers, but I'm not about to eat that all day. And then think about right. trying to, what I'm eating tomorrow, and the next day, and the next day, because you want diversity. You definitely want yes. diversity. So I definitely have to work on the water. But tell us a yeah. little bit more on this energy, right. on this energy shift, day one.
1: Yeah, the, the energy, um, like I said, it has been really good. Um, and I am I usually I usually crash during the day about this time. Actually, usually about seven o'clock. I'm you don't usually look like, you like ready No. So I'm usually ready to get, you know, my bed clothes on and go to bed. Um, So I can see like I'm up more. Um, So having more energy again, like you said, um, like water, just drinking a lot of water. See, I'm cheap. I don't buy a lot of juices. And I do have a juicer, which I juice from time to time. But this is the easiest thing for me. It's just to fill up my water bottle. And one thing that we do, we are in the South, so we have a couple of natural springs around here. So we'll go and fill up our huge containers and just drink drink off of that for a couple of weeks, right? And my it's free. She does
0: the same thing. She does the <laughs> same thing. She goes to this um, spring and gets that natural water. I'm like, oh mm-hmm. my goodness. I, I wonder if they have some out here in Texas, someplace that's close by. That could Look be something up.
1: I could possibly...
0: Yeah. Um, look into mm-hmm. to, to see about doing it that way. But my cousin, mm-hmm. um, she, she's in Sumter, but she goes someplace nearby, and it's not in Sumter, and she goes and fills hers, Black up,
1: Ville, her, her Blackville, South Carolina.
0: It, it <laughs> might just be that. And so, like, yeah. she she definitely talked to me about getting hers from there. And I, I just wondered what it even tastes like, let alone what that experience would, would be. Um, it sounds grounding, um, it, it definitely it's, sounds. Grounding.
1: It's worth um the taste or the trip because I think we go about an hour and 45 minutes to get it. But it's think of water that's soft and like uh, slightly okay. like a sweet taste almost, you know, just okay. very soft. And okay. it's bubbling out of the ground. And everybody's just coming
0: is? and scooping it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: There's, there's like a spigot, like, and, and it's very primitive the way it's, the, it's set up, but yeah, you just put it. Yeah. Okay. It's amazing. I'm with, you. I'm
0: with you. I like it. All right. So how do you feel about sustaining this lifestyle? Like, in what ways do you believe a plant-based lifestyle is going to allow you to really continue to make milestones, be able to see those levels um, decrease that are now elevated within your body? How do you feel like your Reiki practice? How do you feel like showing up as a mom, as a, as a wife on this plant-based lifestyle? Um, how do you feel like you're going to sustain this long-term? What do you feel like you're going to be able to implement in order to continue this journey with all of the, let's say, compassion, um, and Mm -hmm. intentionality that you have behind it?
1: Um, one thing that I can say to that is to take it day by day um, for me, not overwhelming myself with, oh, what am I going to eat for dinner? Or what What am I going to eat for breakfast? Just take it easy. Like, <laughs> it's OK. It easy. Yeah. Relax
0: yourself. <laughs> I think that was a, a like cheer, that somebody used to say. But I just love like it. It's
1: not- Yes, yeah, like not as serious as you know. I you know make it out to be sometimes. It's just like you're okay. Um, yes, it's good to plan, but if you didn't plan that day, like this morning, I did not. I didn't wake up in enough time to fix my breakfast. So I, you know, it's like you know what. There's lots of places that sell oatmeal, and I don't have to, like you know just give me some apples and I'll be you know I'll, I'm good. So I found I found what I needed, and and that was it. So it's not
0: as complicated as people may Yeah. And,
1: and, and don't stress over it either. Like that consumes my every thought, like, what am I going to eat? No, I prepared my meal. And and that's the huge thing that I think I'm going to be able to sustain it um, is just to um, meal prep as much as I can. And if not just knowing where I can go and having, you know, those snacks on hand Um, and staying hydrated because that's one of the things. Like, when you get hungry, like, oh my gosh, what? what?" (laughs) And you know, being in the south, there's not a lot of healthy restaurants. So, if I know this, you prepare, you know,
0: agree. And I love
1: Going to a uh, restaurant, go just go to the grocery store instead of the restaurant. So, don't complain, oh, they don't have healthy food, just go to the grocery store.
0: And I'm just one just to not stay in the kitchen long. Like I do not like to stay in the kitchen long. So I am going to be one of those people who will quickly throw something together or let the equipment in the kitchen throw something together over a long time where I don't have to be in there. Like I am the queen of throwing something in the crock pot and just hope it turns out good. And more right. than likely it's going to turn out. Okay. So crop out, right. pot, do something over here try to do something else maybe throw something with a little pasta or something going with it or maybe some vegetables and throw the quinoa in the rice cooker so it's it's keeping it simple for yourself but making sure it's still delicious um and like you said don't necessarily focus on the restaurants go to the grocery store be mindful of what it is that you're consuming because a lot of times in restaurants even when i'm asking what all is in something most time they don't even know what's in it so if you really (laughs) A lot of times when you're plant based, you're more conscious of what you're consuming and you're making a conscious decision on the foods that you're eating. So you want to know more about where your food is either coming from or what's actually all in the dish. So you'll know what you're eating. Um, And so it's easier when you're getting it yourself to know what's happening and what's going on. So I like that you said, keep it simple. And you can do that. Like it doesn't take mm-hmm. much, and it's not always just salads, but salads are quick, especially mm-hmm. if you like a good mm-hmm. salad. But just like you said, yes. too, vegetables, cooking vegetables. You don't even you're not even supposed to cook vegetables long, even if you're on a cooked mm-hmm. type of vibe. Like even you said before mm-hmm. on the podcast, um, putting a little dressing or some stuff, tossing your kale into things and letting it marinate and mm-hmm. eat that. Mm-hmm. You didn't cook your mm-hmm. kale. You just gave it a right. good massage with some nice ingredients right. in, in your in your mm-hmm. kitchen. And that kale was ready to eat. Um, Those collars that you were talking about that went along with your lion's mane Mm steak—like you didn't (laughs) cook those either. You gave that thing a little tenderize, a little massage, and you smashed Mm -hmm. those collars. Like I feel like people um, underestimate the power of making simple, good yes food. Right from their home that doesn't take, like you said, a whole bunch of other ingredients that you see on social media that they tell you need to have or a whole bunch of gadgets that they say you need to and have. to create yeah. You don't need That's all of that. Right. And like you said before, a lot of times it's the hydration that you need more so than it is a whole bunch of food. But keeping the mm-hmm. snacks, um, the proper snacks on hand mm-hmm. um, and being with the less processed foods. I think that's what matters um, most. So right now um, in my Empowered Plates, Empowered Lives, Healing Community, Facebook group, we're on day one um, of our 12 mm-hmm. days of wellness challenge. And it was just having one plant-based meal today. So it was mindful meal prayer and just have one plant-based mm-hmm. meal. So I'm excited to tap in and see exactly what uh, people made today as their one mindful plant-based meal or even what they bought. Yeah. <laughs> Today for mm-hmm. their right. plant-based right. meal, and it, they enjoyed it, because again, you can really get some good plant-based meals. From it. You can go to the Jamaican restaurant and you know get mm-hmm. some rice and peas, some cabbage, steamed cabbage, and some callaloo mm-hmm. There you go. That's a uh mm-hmm. plant-based <laughs> yes. meal right there. That, that is good, mm-hmm. high protein, like you're getting mm-hmm. a lot of benefits from that. Um, for me, I did some green pea pasta, gluten-free mm-hmm. pasta and mm. um i i roasted some vegetables some carrots broccoli and uh cauliflower like the frozen bag from yes. uh sam's and i roasted those in the oven and i threw them into my pasta and i just used like some poppy seed dressing a whole bunch of seasoning and some sriracha yeah. and and i just mixed yeah. it all mm. up and I, was, I was like mm-hmm. so this is gonna be kind of like my vegetable pasta salad or if i warm it up it'll be like a little quick vegetable dish But it was so good whether I had it cold or whether I had it hot Mm -hmm. today. And I'm like, man, I'm on to something. But it's just taking what you already know from certain things. Because I used to be a tuna salad girl, a pasta tuna Mm -hmm. salad girl. It's just taking other uh, ingredients and going with what you know and recreating it. I didn't need to throw no relish into it. You know what I'm saying? It it was Mm -hmm. savory all by itself. So with my crock pot, I did like, I think it was like a... um, Spaghetti sauce, you know, like a natural mm-hmm. type of spaghetti sauce with mixed like the corn, the peas, the carrots, you know, the frozen frozen vegetables. Yeah. With some yeah. potatoes and some mushrooms. I'm just going to call mm. that my own little vegetable soup. But I just threw it all yeah. in the crock pot while the Dallas Cowboys was playing yesterday with the Philadelphia mm-hmm. Eagles. And mm-hmm. I let that mm-hmm. thing cook overnight and I just I'll eat it either tonight or I'll wait and eat it tomorrow. But it's all about simple meal prepping. Just to make sure you have food. But what I was really craving yesterday was a sub. Like I used to love mm-hmm. Subway. So yeah, I really wanted yeah. a good sub. So I was like, what am I gonna do? I need to, you know, find a good gluten-free bread. And I did. I found one that was in sprouts, and they always say go with the um bread that's in the refrigerated section. And I mm-hmm. made sure like right. I checked the ingredients to find as many that were as natural as possible. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go with the Organic Brianna's Dijon honey mustard. I'm gonna do the honey mustard as my mayonnaise, which I, I know, you know, I don't yeah. eat mayonnaise yeah. anymore. And I'm gonna season it up, you know, put some garlic, onion powder. Like I love putting seasonings on my bread because you know when the gluten is yeah. missing, you gotta come with something else that's good because you're gonna know that gluten that's is right. not in there because it yes. makes bread that's taste right. totally mm-hmm. different. So I I you gotta elevate it. You have to you elevate have to. it. I'm mm-hmm. elevating my bread. I toasted it. In. I put my Dijon honey mustard. I elevated with the seasoning. And I just started lowering it with shredded mm-hmm. lettuce, um, yeah. bell peppers, pickles, mushrooms. Um, I think Ooh. I even had some wonder eggs, the horrible uh, vegan wonder eggs. I put one of those on there. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. my
0: goodness. Drizzled it with a little bit of the mango vinaigrette from um, Brianna's. Season the top up with just a little bit more seasoning. Cut that. Oh, with some black salt. I put some black salt on it. Um, I I bought some black salt.
1: Yeah.
0: Black salt is a game changer too. You missing eggs? Crack that Uh black salt over some cucumbers on your salad. You wouldn't even know that you don't even have your eggs on it no more. Wow. That black salt to me, I said game changer, was a life changer. Cause I, I can't go back to the eggs, and I love eggs. I love eggs. Mm-hmm. But that black salt—I don't know what kind of black salt you got, but the one that I grind and shake all over—that black salt, Coach Wells.
1: Wow. Okay. Cause I haven't tasted it yet, but I do have it. Um, I got it, it from a Indian store. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Don't make it like it's regular salt, cause it's not regular salt. It's going to give you that egg type of flavor. So whatever you want, okay. eggy. Ooh, breakfast potatoes. Um, breakfast potatoes. So potatoes, mm-hmm. mushrooms, you were talking about the cocoa aminos before, right? Um, okay. let's do some uh-huh. onions and mushrooms with the cocoa aminos, throw mm-hmm. in, saute that up. Onions, mushrooms, bell peppers, whatever you want to go ahead and make your breakfast potatoes. You can throw them in the air fry. You can put them on the pan, you know, on the stove, mm-hmm. but potatoes top with that mushroom onions, bell peppers you cracked that black saw over those potatoes. It was as if you had the potatoes and eggs that go along with those vegetables. When you're talking about okay. a good thing, like you, uh, I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. I just want you to continue yeah. to do what you're doing. And you said you was missing yeah. out on breakfast. I just want you to know if you had <laughs> onions, mushrooms, bell peppers with those cocoa aminos, you could have sauced that up with some potatoes or chopped some potatoes on up. And man, crank that black salt over those potatoes and you would have not known that you didn't have the eggs in that potato to go along with those sauteed vegetables for your breakfast. And if you wanted to throw that in your wrap, throw it in your wrap and you just got you a breakfast burrito or taco. I did the same thing with some corn tortillas before. I mean, it was it was my mouth is watering again, <laughs> so I, I I don't I don't want to hold you too long, but when it comes to mindset mindset and compassion towards others, what ways do you believe that a plant-based lifestyle connects you to broader concepts of mindfulness and compassion because it's not just about food
1: it's it no no, it's not but um that's interesting how you said that and, and and you know we talk about you know eating healthy and all this you know and having this plant based lifestyle but the benefits you get from it as far as you know like being more compassionate because the vegetables are speaking to your dna like it's more so like it gets deeper than just you know what we're eating um, they're communicating with your sales, right. And turning off certain things, it's, um, it's, it can really get deep. And that's how I see it. Um, before, you know, just going by, you know, what tastes good, you know, was eating the chicken and stuff like that. But now I know that, um, I like at this point in my life, I need it for other things to also work in my life you know, being an entrepreneur and having the stamina and working at um, a higher level than most people, like, I don't need to crash, right? Like, <laughs> like my brain, I'm on, right? You know, I'm up at 4.30 a.m. in the morning, right? So having that healthy, you know, balance of the way I eat carries me and helps me to be able to, you know, sustain my energy throughout the day because I need it. Right. (laughs) Like you do. I have to be able to function at this high level and I need my brain to be able to process information rather quickly and to learn skills and be able to communicate to people. And by having that plant-based diet it's only a plus for you. Only a plus.
0: I'm glad you hit on that. And I hope no one missed that. Um, Being plant-based being intentional about consuming so many fruits and vegetables regularly regularly Mm -hmm. and daily it definitely puts you at a higher level of functioning Mm functioning not only that but like you said energy you need that energy you need that stamina you need that focus I've seen it in my students when, and, and, and I'm that teacher before I was that teacher because I knew they liked the snacks. I knew they liked the candy. I have yet to buy a bag of candy for my kids because I know that is not what's helping them. I know how harmful sugar can be. So when I have a pack of nuts and I make sure they're not allergic to nuts, um, mm-hmm. Nuts or like a probiotic snack um, from Sam's mm-hmm. that come up with like the dried fruit and the different types of nuts. Mm-hmm. And I say, man, mm-hmm. that was an awesome job you answered that or they did something. I'll be like, I don't have no candy, but this is all I got. Do you think you want this? It's yeah. healthy snack. And they be like, yeah. And I, you know, I toss it <laughs> to them and yeah, bust it down and they like it. And and sometimes it's it's not thinking that kids just want the candy; they just want the junk. Right. It's Some of them like good, good, healthy snacks, Mm -hmm. too, if you give Mm -hmm. them that option Mm -hmm. to consume them. them Um, Exactly. And and I feel like people don't understand. Like I can go to sleep at four o'clock in the morning and I can still be Mm -hmm. more vibrant at 830 in the morning in a group of sixth Mm -hmm. graders at 36, about to be 37 than they are. And I hadn't even had my juice yet. And I may or may not yeah. have gotten in my two to four miles with Spencer that morning because mm-hmm. I know my lifestyle has is totally different from theirs. And when you really start looking at the power of food, you can see how it really shifts and elevates in different aspects of your life. Um, not only mm-hmm. that, we talked about compassion, right? We just talked about mind, mindfulness and compassion, Like being able to be present for other people and what they're going to and not allowing it to get in you or weigh you all the way down is because you are already operating at a higher level. So you Mm -hmm. already are able to filter and defend and protect and maintain certain boundaries because you have a higher belief for yourself. You're affirming Mm -hmm. different things about yourself because you're constantly making higher decisions about yourself that you're able to love more than just yourself. You're able to extend and be there for other people without it taking you down, too. So I I just love that there's a special power in it that some people don't realize. And you tend to find less toxic plant based people because they're intentional about minimalizing the toxic things Mm -hmm. that they're consuming Mm-hmm. In whatever format that they, they get, whether it's in their mind or whether it's in their mouth. So I feel like that's a big thing. And I think Spencer is saying amen, amen to that. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. And all of that. So we're just going to let Spencer get in on that action. Mm-hmm. Um, that's right. Before we wrap up, I kind of want to talk because we were just talking about students. So my last two questions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I know you have a daughter and we talked mm-hmm. before about um menstrual health so mm-hmm. yes i was diagnosed in 2020 with stage 4 endometriosis and polycystic ovary syndrome as well as <laughs> as well as finding two fibroids sorry mm-hmm. um two fibroids and then adenomyosis on the left side which is this endometriosis in that um uterine wall that that muscle mm-hmm. pelvic mm-hmm. wall Most of the research says that it's inflammation that's causing a lot of these um, Mm diagnoses. And when I look at inflammation, I see a lot of dairy.
1: I see Mm -hmm. a lot of
0: sugar that causes inflammation. When I see students in my classroom who are sick, nauseous, feel bad. And I say, well, is your period on? And they say, yes. And then I ask, well, did you eat any cheese, milk, ice cream, candy the day before or something like that. And it's a yes. And I know that it's not always your food source, but Mm -hmm. it makes me think if we started to embrace different food choices for kids, because I also do lunch duty every day and I can see what they're serving Mm -hmm. in the cafeteria Mm -hmm. and I can only imagine why they're hurting even when their period is not on. Um, What changes do you feel like we should or could be doing to better the experience for youth when it comes to eating more plant-based meals, not making them all plant-based, but consuming more right. fruits and vegetables regularly in hopes that it starts to decrease the disparities that have been plaguing their families and their communities?
1: Yeah. Um It's, we can make it normal, right? We can start to make it normal in our households and not really making a big deal out of it. So for me, like when I make my meals, because, you know, my daughter, she, you know, will eat, you know, what my husband will eat for dinner and I have my own meal. However, I don't push her, but she always wants to taste my food. And then she'll say, oh, this is so good. So that thing. OK, do you want half? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I want to. You know, can can you make me another one? Yeah, I can make you another one. OK, so just like that, not beating it into them or like making a um, like. Say if you make muffins out of the um the juice pulp that you use, that's another way to do it, right? Um, just sneak it in there, you know, until, you know, they can make, you know, cause when the t- children are older, usually they make the decisions for themselves. But when children are young, I mean, hey, that'll be all they know if we're introducing, but make it normal, make it normal. Make I it normal, at yeah make it normal.
0: I love that. Just normalize eating more plant-based foods. It's just as simple as that. And you don't have to complicate it. And it, and it's not, again, again, it's not trying to replace. It's called embrace. We're embracing higher nutritional content meal options. Yes. And it doesn't, and it, it could be every meal. It could be every other meal. It could be one meal a day. Um,
1: but a, at the yeah, end of the meal week, no, just introducing
0: mm-hmm. that, yeah, that's Lowly a good point. Surely, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I love seeing um, some of the content creators making food for their babies, for their children that are plant-based. Because again, that's all they're going to ever know. And a lot of times, in some in some families, that's all their children have ever known. And then when they get out and they start getting older, and they want to mcdonald's or they want some i think it was um my vegan kitchen life so if you want to go back and listen Mm -hmm. to that episode she talked about you know pretty much having that lifestyle for her children and then when they wanted to try different foods they would and then they would get so sick and feel sick and not feel as excited about it but she allowed them to kind of navigate what it is that they wanted to eat and i love that but at first that gave them the foundation the foundation was plant-based um, and if you're it's never too late to make that switch or start to normalize being able to consume more fruits, more vegetables that you know are going to be beneficial for your children because you don't mm-hmm. want to set them up to consistently be consuming things that you know eventually their future self is not necessarily going to appreciate. So I love that's the right. fact that you said that. Just normalize it. Normalize consuming more plant-based foods. That,
1: exactly. that, that,
0: that's it. Period, yeah,
1: yeah, that <laughs> that weird. part just yeah, I mean, you said it just having snacks on hand, um, which you have that doesn't purse, have to be candy, right? yeah, get them
0: excited if, about a fruit, hungry, get them excited about a smoothie hungry, instead of a milkshake, get them excited that. about a juice instead of a mm-hmm. snow cone, like just mm-hmm. getting them excited mm-hmm. about consuming something that's of higher nutritional value that's going to help them feel better, help them have better bowel movements, help them have better menstrual um, experiences. Mm -hmm. So I like Mm -hmm. that. Just normalize plant-based food. It doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be this long, drawn-out, big ordeal um, Mm -hmm. or something that needs to go viral. Just normalize plant-based eating.
1: Yeah. And be creative. Be creative with it.
0: When, when, but when are we not like we are rarely not creative. Like, look, look at how we used to eat hot dogs every now and then. You said, use what we got it used to be that piece of that white bread with the hot dog inside. You throw that ketchup on it. And we ate it. No one said I can't eat a hot dog without buns. I cannot. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. that is not what we did. Like mm-hmm. we've been no. creative. We've been an innovator, innovative um, group of people. So it doesn't stop us from that. Right. Um, and mm-hmm. just like they said before, we've been a farming People before where Mm -hmm. we produced our own foods and things of that of that nature and herbs and spices. So all it is is getting back to our roots or tapping back back into places that are still in those spaces in order to be able to consume it. And then my last question, and you can change Mm -hmm. it because I know I've asked this question before. But I'm going to add a little twist to it because I'm not quite sure what all you had on that plate before. So if you could have a meal with any historical figure, if you could have a plant-based meal with any historical figure, who would it be and what would be on that empowered plate? Coach Wells.
1: Wow. Okay. Any historical figure, alive or dead, right?
0: Annie. Um yes ma'am.
1: Marcus Aurelius. Um I believe he was a Roman emperor or king. He wrote meditations that I read a couple of months ago. And the meal of choice (laughs) would be like a heat, like I always go to a huge salad, right? With colors, right? Radishes and just all the colors, right? And then have watermelon, right? That's that's the thing. I would love to pick his brain, right? Love to, you know, just hear him speak about life and for a person to write, and I have to look up, for a person to write a book like that um, and it to be like every year to be one of the most best-selling books, he had to be vegetarian. <laughs> Vegan? <laughs> he, he had to be. Like, really? I'm gonna look that up. But yeah. So that's what I would say today. My person. Okay. I don't know who my person you, was. I didn't hear anything
0: time. about the lion's mane steak. So y'all now not eating
1: steak. Is, Yeah, like I didn't hear it. I just was, heard a colorful salad and watermelon. Y'all
0: not having a steak?
1: No. And you know why? I said that Ooh. it's very labor intensive. It's very labor intensive. <laughs> I didn't say you so, had to make it. I just said, what would group, y'all eat? Okay, so if we had one of the servants to make the steak, that's what I would do. Okay? But if it's just myself and and, and Marcus eating. You had your own plant-based chef. We're just eating salad and talking and vibing. you
0: had your own plant-based chef, Coach Wells. You had your own plant-based chef. That's what Absolutely. you had. You had your own plant-based chef. I guess I should have said that at the beginning. There's no then limits on what it was that you would create. You have your own black plant-based chef to create whatever Ooh, on, plate that you would have with your historical figure. Hit us with okay. your plate now that so, you know it's okay. not on so you, you to make the, the
1: Okay, dish. so it's not on me, okay? So not on one you. great meal that I've had was a crab cake. I haven't had it recently, but it's a crab cake made out of cake pulp, Okay. So I would have a crab cake with just like a a, a big salad with like all the things in it. And okay, yes, I would definitely have lion's mane, like a thick lion's mane steak, okay? Thick.
0: We got (laughs) potatoes in it or
1: no? No, no potatoes. Uh, Cauliflower rice or no? No, no. And watermelon with seeds. That's it.
0: Always. Yeah. That sounds good. Now you're talking. Mind. Now you're talking. So would you uh, suggest anyone who's on a plant-based diet or transitioning to a plant-based diet or someone who just really wants to learn more about meditation, read this book that you're talking about?
1: Sure. Um, I, I would, this, uh, the book is, um, it's a huge staple in, um, like the intellectuals, I guess. Um, (laughs) But it's like a beautiful book just about life. And I would recommend it. And it's called Meditations. However, he wrote the book actually to himself. So I don't know if the book was actually meant for the public, but it ended up being published. But it's, I mean, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful read, but definitely, you know, I would suggest it. Um, And also go ahead and just try it out. Like you don't have to commit, just give it a try, right? Just just try it out. And then you be the judge, like which, you know, when did I feel my best when I had, you know, the chicken? Or if you had, you know, say your mushrooms, like how did I actually feel, you know?
0: Great. And sometimes I feel like it takes giving yourself a little bit of time. Don't just judge Mm -hmm. everything based off of one meal. Give yourself a length of time to see, give yourself 30 days, 60 days, even maybe 90 days of truly embracing, not trying to replace, but embracing more Mm plant-based meals, and just start seeing if your body changes, seeing if your energy Mm -hmm. changes, see if your mood changes, see what Mm -hmm. type of changes evolve, how you even think about food or how you consume food, what your relationships start to look like. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But just try it. Try it for a period of time, not just one experience in a a restaurant with one dish and be like, oh, this was nasty. Or try some vegan processed cheese or meat and be like, oh, this is nasty. Don't, 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 don't go that route. Don't go that route. Don't go that route. Just really Mm -hmm. give yourself 30, 60, 90 days at best to truly see how your body, how your life shifts and changes by being intentional on consuming more fruits and vegetables and just, and just kind of listen to it and and rock Mm -hmm. it out. That's 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 what I would say about it. Um, But Coach Wells, another absolute pleasure hosting you here on the Empowered Place, Empowered Lives podcast. I absolutely love having you here on the show. I love your wealth of knowledge. I love that, you know, you are just open and honest and you're on your journey yourself and you're not trying to make yourself out to be somebody that you're not. Um, you talked about being plant-based, you talked about going back, and now you're back on that plant-based journey, how you're feeling. And I absolutely love that your daughter wants to have half of your food um, and is <laughs> and, and excited about eating because it's good. And that's what it, it all boils down. It's not the fact that it's fruits and vegetables, it's the fact that it's good food that you're eating. And I can only imagine what her life is going to be like And how you're trying to change the trajectory of health disparities in your family just by seeing your daughter excited and embracing the deliciousness that you have going on in your house. Like, I absolutely love that for you. But most importantly, I'm loving that for her because um, you're normalizing eating plant food in Black families. And that's yeah. what we need if we are trying to uh, decrease these disparities out of our families, out of our bloodlines, but most importantly, out of our communities. So I thank you for that. Yeah. I really do. Um, so go ahead, tell yeah. the people. Tell Oh, you got I, something? Go
1: ahead. Yes, I have something for you. Just you know, thank you for having this platform for us. And, um, like, I knew who to call or I know, you know, who to contact. And that was you to tell you, like, hey, <laughs> I'm doing this, right? So, thank you so much um, because having that support and, um, you know, talking it out um, is really a huge help. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the work that you do. Um, it's definitely appreciated probably more than you know. Um yeah, Thank you thank, thank you. thank you. you. But yes, well. those who would like to find me, um, it's very easy to find me. I am at AliciaWells.com. Um, I am a mindset coach, however, I help entrepreneurs to overcome um, just the entrepreneur journey where we're mainly overwhelmed, right? <laughs> So I teach entrepreneurs to think and have a boss mindset, and to like overcome the overwhelm and to earn money without showing up. So that's what I do. So please look me up, and um, that's it for today. Still on that journey, and I'm gonna keep going.
0: <laughs> Man, I appreciate it again. Jovani, your host of the Empire Plates Power Lives Podcast. Um, If you're not already following on YouTube where you can see the video version of the podcast, it is Ford Vibrations 2347. Please like, comment, subscribe. Go check out Coach Wells' um, first episode and then come back and listen to this one (laughs) um, just so you can get a better picture of who all she is and all the wealth of knowledge that she dropped in that uh, previous episode and come back and just see her because you're seeing her journey as well continue to evolve. Mm -hmm. And I am just so grateful that she is choosing to evolve with me um, on this path um, as well. And then on Facebook, got a group, Empowered Place, Empowered Lives Healing Community, a private Facebook group. If you're interested in tapping into some free challenges and getting some knowledge and just wanting a group, a tribe to be around, tap into the private Facebook group. Um, We're on TikTok, as well as Instagram forward underscore vibrations on TikTok and Instagram, as well as the Empowered and Empowered Lives page on Instagram. Like the business page on Facebook for vibrations as well. But if you are looking for a healthy habits and lifestyle coach, um, and you feel like you're ready to start making a change, um, you can definitely as well reach out to me, let me know. Um, I'm willing and interested. I help women suffering from chronic illnesses like endometriosis and PCOS heal through the transformative power of food. And I'm just so excited to be a beacon of light as well as a uh, motivator to seeing you live a more vibrant, loving and peaceful life. So until next time, be well and thanks for vibing with us, y'all.
1: That's what's up. (laughs)